Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. To recap week 11, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. We are recapping week 11, talking about our biggest winners and losers and some of the big injuries from Sunday's action. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today for a full breakdown of all that you need to know about. I think the biggest injuries from Sunday's action, Adam, Kenneth Walker left with an oblique injury. There was a quote from uh, Pete Carroll where he, he said it was a legit injury. Pete Carroll generally doesn't give a lot of details, so that's about as negative as you'll ever hear him uh, sound. I, I don't know how serious the injury is. You remember Christian McCaffrey uh, had an oblique injury earlier in the season, ended up missing no time with it, so doesn't necessarily mean Walker's going to miss no time, but Week 12, Seahawks do play on Thursday Night Football, short turnaround. Looks like we could get a Zach Charbonnet game it's a tough I believe they have the Cowboys, right? So it's a tough matchup. Well, they have the 49ers. Brut- oh, yeah, yeah. Brutal schedule for the 49ers, for the Seahawks coming up. They get the 49ers twice in the next four games, along with the Cowboys in there. And the Eagles. Yeah, and and the Eagles. It's, it's the worst schedule in the world, yeah. If but, but, so Kenneth I, Walker has to yeah. miss time, how high should Zach Charbonnet be ranked? So I would honestly, I'd rather have Zach Charbonnet without Ken Walker than Walker with Charbonnet because sure. Walker doesn't catch passes and Charbonnet has caught 10 in his last two games. So I think that makes him a probably low-end number two running back, maybe a flex. If he had a better matchup, if he were facing Arizona, he'd probably be a top 10 running back mm-hmm. against San Francisco. And not only against San Francisco, but with a good chance of Drew Locke starting, I think it could be a disaster for them. So uh, <laughs> I, I downgrade I downgrade all of them. And I think you're yeah. probably looking at a flex right now. It's kind of a shame because... A.J. Dillon, you know, another guy on Thursday gets Detroit, another brutal matchup, mm-hmm. probably without Aaron Jones. So you've got interesting opportunities, but bad matchups. Yeah, like you mentioned, Geno Smith dealing with an elbow slash triceps injury. It sounds like it's more of a bruise than anything structural, so hopefully he'll be able to play through it. He did come back into the game late, so you know, hopefully he'll be okay. Other injuries, Cooper Cup left with an ankle injury, tried to play through it. We've seen what this offense looks like with Cooper Cup out, and we saw it today. Pukunakua immediately started going once Cooper Cup was out. I think he'll be in that wide receiver one discussion if Cup has to miss time. <laughs> Beyond that, I mean, maybe you can start Tutu Atwell if you're desperate and hope that he hits on a big play, but he had, I think, one catch today, didn't do much. I don't think there's much there, right? Well, I, no, I, I don't think there is. Now, we're going to get, likely we're going to get their starting running back, Kyron Williams, back yeah. next week. Maybe he factors into the passing game. But um, I think that I was pretty disappointed with Pukunakua. It took him a long time, really, to get going. So much mm-hmm. of it came at the yeah, end. Late, and late. when I watch the Rams now, I don't have any faith in them. I think they stink. I think their yeah. line stinks. I think it's just a struggle for them to get fantasy production out of anyone. So while I cannot see myself benching Pukunakua, I almost feel like if there were if this were a sell high, you know, scenario, it's so late in the season now. I might be saying that. Um, so I 
I don't know. You know, Chris, like, I guess I probably would treat him like a low end number one or a high end number two if Cup mm-hmm. were out. But at the same time, like, I just do not like what I'm seeing from this Rams offense. Sure. The the problem is there's there's a lot of guys in that low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two range who you don't feel super confident in right now. I mean, you don't feel super confident in Garrett Wilson or Devontae Adams or Terry McLaurin, guys who who have been ranked in that range as well. So kind of kind of shows what Pukanaku is dealing with, I think. A couple of the other injuries from Sunday to talk about. Aaron Jones left with the knee injury. Sounds like he avoided a worst-case scenario, but this is one of those situations where, you know, we got positive reports out of the game, positive quotes from the coaching staff, but that's always on a scale, right? Like, we, it looked like it might be season-ending, so if he misses three games, that's still a good outcome. Yeah. So that's, that's my concern there. Devon Achan sounded like he could have gone back into the game. He got rolled up on or, or someone fell on his knee that he had gone on IR with after, I think, two touches. So hopefully that's a non-issue moving forward. Deontay Foreman left with an ankle injury. Uh, what are your thoughts on any of those injuries? So I hated the Bears running back situation. You know, they had a really bad schedule yeah. and a three-headed monster. But I do think this makes Khalil Herbert more of a flex. And I would even say if, if he had good matchups, you would say if Foreman were out, Khalil Herbert would be a low-end starter. But the matchups are so bad. So I think you got, you got to be a little bit hesitant there. Uh, as far as the Dolphins goes, go, you know, Jeff Wilson could easily get activated again because Savon Ackman got hurt too. So keep an eye on Wilson. They play on Friday against the Jets. I don't know what this means for A-Chan. I, you miss four games, you come back, you get tackled and hit on the knee, mm-hmm. and, you're in a, and, and the pain was bad and you had to leave. Chris, I, I don't want to... time in preseason too. Like This is yeah. a recurring thing for him in the NFL. I just don't know what's going to happen. I mm-hmm. cannot look at my roster if I have Devon A-Chan and say, okay, I'm good at that running back spot rest of season. You might be, but you really need to have alternative mm-hmm. plans. All right, real quick, let's do some winners and losers. I know you want to talk about Trevor Lawrence as a winner. Had a four-touchdown game. I'm such a loser because I finally benched him in a league. I dropped him in a league. I still started in three other leagues, but he's been killing me all year. He finally came through. He had his best game. He's QB1 as we record this. I'm not really – I'm not all the way back in. I just want to say that. Mm -hmm. You know, He had a great game. They did change things up for him. They put him under center more. They rolled him out more. Um, but I still look at this offense and I say, you know, I, I watch these other teams around the NFL and things just come so easily for yeah. these other teams. I don't see that with the Jaguars. Still like a struggle, even when he does well. So I would say, you know, very encouraged. Maybe th- He started going off around this time last year. So maybe mm-hmm. it happens again. Don't drop him like I did, but I'm not back to starting him. And my loser would be Derrick Henry. And it's really just he needs a positive game script. He needs to be involved. Yeah, he need. They need to be. They don't need to win, but they need to be competitive. Yeah. They are really bad. So you know, he plays Houston twice in the fantasy playoffs. This is a team that he rushes for 150 yards or more on basically every time he plays them. But I think they're going to get smoked by Houston. So I'm actually a little quite worried about Derrick Henry rest of season. Yeah. The the one thing I want to add on Trevor Lawrence, there were two things. One, you know, Doug Peterson talked about this this week how their play calling options have been limited because of lingering issues with Lawrence's knee. He's been able to play, but he hasn't been mobile rushed for two touchdowns today. Looked a little better. They were using him more on rollouts, putting him under center a little more. So hopefully that stuff indicates that Trevor Lawrence is feeling a little better. And then, you know, maybe just having Zay Jones back for the first time in a month, he didn't have a huge impact Four catches for 20 yards. However, one thing that we've noticed uh, this season, I, I can't remember who pointed this out, but so I apologize. But 
Ridley is averaging six catches. Calvin Ridley is averaging six catches for 89 and a half yards with three touchdowns in four games. Wednesday Jones is active. 2.6 catches for 31 yards, one touchdown in seven games when Zay Jones is inactive. So, you know, Zay Jones is their primary outside receiver opposite Calvin Ridley. Maybe it's just a situation where Zay Jones helps take enough defensive pressure off of Calvin Ridley that it allows him to shine and raises the ceiling of the offense. Or maybe it's just a weird three-game sample size, and that's, you know, Trevor Lawrence also just happened to have a good game against a bad defense. I can't feel super confident about it. However, what I will say is, We've been looking for reasons to be optimistic about Trevor Lawrence and this Jaguars offense and, and Calvin Ridley in particular. They gave us some today. Yeah. So yeah. we can't complain about that. It doesn't necessarily mean they'll be stars moving forward, but it's what we needed to see to have any amount of faith in them. Fired up for Houston Jacksonville next week. Very exciting. You want to sing the song? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I, you know, I haven't made that decision yet. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>